0: This podcast is sponsored by BT, because BT means business. Whatever business you're in, BT's got your back, with reliable connectivity to keep you connected as you grow. Search BT's got your back. This is The Times Evening Briefing on Thursday, the 1st of December. Data shows that ambulance response times to Category 1 calls in England, which are the most serious, have doubled, with someone in West Devon having to wait 15 minutes to get help for a life-threatening emergency, while people in Cornwall with Category 2 emergencies, such as strokes, now face a wait of more than two hours for an ambulance, with the target being 18 minutes. Ambulance and wider NHS strikes are planned this month and Eleanor Hayward, the Times' health correspondent, has told us what that could mean. Before Christmas, there's two days of NHS strikes. All three ambulance unions announced yesterday and the day before that they'd be joining the NHS strikes. We've not got dates yet for when the ambulance workers are going on strike, but it's expected that they'll coordinate with the Royal College of Nursing, which means that we could have a day potentially before Christmas, if not then in January, where nurses and ambulance staff across England are all on strike together, which is obviously really worrying. Saffron Cordray is the interim chief executive of NHS Providers. She told Times Radio that contingency plans are in place. We have seen the NHS over the past weeks undertaking what's been called exercise Arctic willow, which is preparation for both the extreme pressure we experience over winter and also the the potential for industrial action. So that's making sure that they've got all measures in place so that they can treat those who need emergency care and really plan how they are going to keep patients safe. The regulator has given the go-ahead for a new train company to operate between London and south-west Wales. Grand Union Trains will run five daily return services between Carmarthen and Paddington from the end of 2024. The news came as an urgent statement was made in the Commons about the state of the UK's railways. Strikes and problems with the infrastructure have caused delays, cancellations and disruption for months. The Times transport correspondent Ben Clapworthy says the industrial action is having a negative impact on the hospitality industry at a crucial time of year. The railway workers, while I see that they want to have a pay rise and so on, are actually going to be hitting people who are in many uh, jobs in hospitality paid less and who are, I'm seeing on social media having shifts. At their workplace cancelled, these people on zero hours contracts, having their shifts cancelled because companies are cancelling their office parties. Ian Blackford has resigned as Scottish National Party leader at Westminster two weeks after a party rival aborted a coup attempt at the 11th hour. In a move that was accelerated after the Times learnt of plans to rekindle plots to oust Blackford, the MP abruptly announced he had quit the role this morning. He's expected to be replaced by Stephen Flynn, the energy spokesman, who two weeks ago said he had no intention of standing for the top job. Kieran Andrews is the Scottish political editor at The Times. The SNP MPs are generally just a bit discontent. This isn't necessarily about Ian Blackford personally, although some of them have issues with Ian Blackford personally, but it's more the fact that the SNP MPs are just a bit hacked off and looking for someone to take it out on and looking for a change. It's being reported ministers are looking at changing the law to allow migrants arriving in the UK by small boats to be held at a processing centre for up to 96 hours. It's 24 hours at the moment, but officials are said to be looking at having more flexibility after a recent surge in numbers left Manston and Kent overcrowded. Boos have been heard as the Prince and Princess of Wales sat through a lecture on racial equality in Boston. It happened hours after the resignation of William's godmother as a royal aide, after repeatedly asking a black guest at a reception where she was really from. Roya Nikar is the Sunday Times royal editor. She's in Boston. You might remember very soon in the aftermath of the Oprah interview, William was asked, are you a racist family, sir? And he had to you know, reply, we're very much not a racist family. And that statement yesterday from his spokesman was so evocative of that all over again. Up to 15% of HSBC's senior managers could lose their jobs in an attempt to save money and streamline higher ranks. Reuters is reporting that at least 200 positions could go, mostly those with the chief operating officer title. It's reported the cuts will be made globally. Yesterday, HSBC announced they'll be closing 114 branches from April next year. David Byers is assistant money editor at The Times and The Sunday Times. I don't think banks do have a responsibility to keep all their branches open. I think that physical banking, to a certain extent, is doomed. But banks have to do things uh, to help people, people who aren't digital natives and elderly people who can't use online banking. And and they must do an awful lot more at the same time as closing branches. You know, there should be, in my view, there should be training programmes that should be free to access, that are available in person. There should be house visits for those who struggle the most with online banking. Boris Johnson will stand again at the next general election. Conservative MPs who wish to stand down have until Monday to tell the party, but the Tory Association and his Uxbridge and South Lip constituency says it's backing him as candidate. The next election is expected to take place in 2024. And you can hear more on all these stories throughout the day and night